When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well met fellow adventurers, I am at the Well of Blades in Blade Square. Now let's see if I can toss a sword. Nope, can't toss any sword into the Well of Blades. Of course it doesn't matter because I don't use swords that often. Adventures for this location, continuing the Whispered Madness Saga. This adventure is called A First Inkling. As the dagger-wielding man retreats to the edge of the well, a desperate look spreads across his face. Waving wildly, he again threatens to kill the woman against those throat his blade is firmly pressed. Begins. Normal or scout, I'll just do normal. And, and at the start of this adventure, you have the same quotes that you had at the, at the start of the previous episode. And you want to hear me read them, just go to the previous episode or read them yourselves by playing the game. But you're going to have to play it a lot because you gotta you got to do Attack on Ashley. you got to unlock the mag. you got to get pretty deep in it. And then, then you can play that. And other stuff, probably other stuff too. Oh yeah, you probably have to... Well, some things. Yeah, the Wound Skin Saga, because that was a pre-request for the Plague in Ashley. Is that? That's a big one. Yep. Lots and lots of stuff you got to do to get to this. The Well of Blades. A sweltering afternoon in late summer. The young man defiantly curses at the crowd of horrified onlookers as he presses the blade of his dagger against the throat of a woman around whom his other arm is tightly wrapped. His captive, her expression one of abject terror, momentarily meets your gaze, her eyes seemingly pleading with you to do anything you can to remove her from this perilous predicament. Doing your best... Your best to quell your rising rage. You edge your way to the very thaw of a frog. Okay, now, is this really happening? I don't know. I don't know! <laughs> well, in, no, it's, it's not really happening. It's, it's fiction. But is it really happening in the context of the... You know what I mean. As the dagger-wielding man retreats to the edge of the well... A desperate look spreads across his face. Waving wildly, he again threatens to kill the woman against whose throat his blade is firmly pressed. Suddenly, two city guardsmen push their way to the front of the crowd, loudly demanding the young man release the woman and surrender himself. He responds by pressing the dagger more firmly against the woman's throat and reciting a strange string of disconnected utterances. Realizing, Grim standoff is likely to end in an horrific fashion, and unable to shake the image of the woman's terrified gaze, you hurriedly contemplate a course of action. So, I've got quite a few options. I could step forward and confront the man. Now that doesn't look like a good idea. I think I think I think I think I think he might just slit her throat before I can get there. Hmm. I could do nothing. No, definitely not doing nothing. I could use diplomacy, illusion, archery, thievery, or telekinesis. Hmm. I think. Hmm. 
all, all the they were all 50 plus okay I'll do illusion I think that's the safest maybe it succeeded 8x speed to illusion you power your channel of illusion and watch as the near perfect phantasmal likeness of a black spider takes form on the dagger wielding man's white forearm Immediately alarmed by the awakened scuttling up his arm, the man releases his grip on his captive and swiftly lowers his weapon as he swats at the illusionary spider. Gasping and stumbling, but otherwise unscathed, the woman dashes away from her Duane's capture and escapes into the crowd. Yay! I did it! <laughs> Yay! Thank you, illusionary spider! No longer bound by concern for the captive, now safely amidst the crowd, the two guards, joined by a third, move towards the man as he begins to wave about distant, frigid eyes and a silent roar. While any meaning behind his seemingly Duane's shouts appears to be lost on those gathered, you're immediately mindful of what Merzak described to you as some of the telltale signs exhibited by those afflicted with the great madness. Oh no, it's spreading. It's all what once happened, it's beginning all over again. And this time it might go all the way. Suddenly, the young man leaps onto the whim of the well. Well of blades, and pleasant and presses his dagger to his midsection. His blade angled upwards. The wall calls to me and I shall heed it, he shrieks as tears stream down his face. It will soon call for all of you, realising the man who is clearly out of his mind is about to attempt to kill himself. You hurriedly determine your next move. Okay, got a few options. Remain where you, where I am. Nope, nope, not doing that. Not doing that. Attempt to reach him before he can act. Or I could use elementalism, telekinesis, or diplomacy. Hmm. I think telekinesis. Uh, I don't. I don't have as much diplomacy. I think he might be too mad for that stuff. And elementalism, elementalism, I don't directly control them, so you can't be sure how rough they're going to be. Uh, telekinesis. Succeeded. 8x speed to telekinesis. You hurriedly channel your power to telekinesis and focus it on the dagger clutched by the deranged young man. The, ma the crowd gasps in shock as the dagger is inexplicably torn from the man's grasp and cast onto nearby bound ground. Before he quite knows what is happening, the city guards rush in and easily overpower him. He's taken into custody without further incident. Okay, I guess he, he's safe, I guess. I mean, he's, I mean, he's still mad, but safe. <laughs> Those gathered around the world continue to talk excitedly about the strange event that brought a rather ugly episode to a safe and successful conclusion. Yay, nobody died! As the crowd around the world disperse, one of the Kree guards who helped take the young man in custody glances in your direction and nods. He then turns and moves off with his companions and the newly acquired charge. As the guards depart, you suddenly feel as if you're being watched. The eerie sensation lasts only for a second, but leaves you shaken and momentarily confused. Picking a number, bonus of 60, 20 from mind, 20 from aura, 20 from spirit. Gotta get 68 or more to keep my sanity. 109, success. Your mind's current lucidity has been preserved, and that's a good thing. The, unset the unsettling feeling swiftly passes, but you suddenly become aware of something else. From somewhere nearby, a whispering voice is repeatedly calling out your name. It takes you only a few moments to determine the source of the sound, 
but once you do, you turn and stride purp purposely towards it, to warn. Warned by an almost primal urge, you're powerless to exist. Oblivious to everything else around you, you move up to the edge of the Well of Blades. Standing at the edge of the triangular basin, you peer down into the glittering depths of the well. Near the sword-covered sword bottom of the deep pool, just above the heaped weapons tossed into the water, by countless adventurers floats a wide, inky cloud. As you stare at the whippling mass, it subtly contracts, twisting and weaving until it's formed itself into a shadowy likeness of a fang-wim set of jaws. And you listen, and you hear, echoes a harsh whisper in your head. It is for you, but not for us. You have always been, and we shall be again. Picking a number. Bonus of 60, 20 from mine, 20 from aura, 20 from sick. From spirit, got to get 96 or more. Or something really bad will happen. I don't know, I'll jump into the well or something? Pick now. 114, success. Your mind's current lucidity has been preserved. You close your eyes and throw your hands over your ears in a desperate but futile bid to shut out the sight of the weaving black mass. The sight of the weaving black mass silence its sinister whispers. A, sh a shudder runs through your body and your eyes fly open. Only to find there's a grim, unsettling scene now confronts your bewildered senses. A deep, unnatural darkness envelops you. There's no longer any sign of the Well of Blades, and anything beyond a few yards in either direction has been swallowed up by a roiling, rolling mass of dense grey mist. As you endeavour to make sense of your new surroundings, three hooded, black-robed figures emerge from the fog, each wielding a heavy, long-handled mace. None of this is real says the first figure in a deep voice as he steps towards you. Only you are real, says the second figure as it takes a single step forward. Only you have ever been real, says the third figure, moving up to join the third, join the other two. This, this is sort of leaning on the fourth wall, isn't it? Hmm. I mean, technically, they're right, but in another word, technically, they're absolutely bonkers. <laughs> with, a, with a hideous, ear-splitting shriek, the first black road figure rushes in and attacks, swiping out at you with its heavy mace. I don't know what you're doing all this for, it's not like you're real, black road figure. Swipes the black world figure swipes at you. Is this black world figure a Kurund, or you know, in inspired by the Kurund? Because they wear black robes. Yeah, no, they aren't really much for maces. They're, they're more for for sh for wickedly sharp daggers. Swipes at you, and it is slain. 21 XP. Monstrous laughter erupts from somewhere within the surrounding mist as the road figure collapses before you and promptly vanishes. The second of the sinister entities immediately lurches at you, the startling swiftness of its attack forcing you to retreat several steps. It's the black robed figure. The second Alright, take this one down to it. Swipes at you. Alright, swipe away. You're not getting anything done. And it is slain. 23 XP. The black road figure slumps down at your feet, its body vanishing before its cowled head touches the ground. A long, bone-chilling howl rises out of the rolling fog 
as the last of the world figures rushes in and attacks. His deadly mace poised to deal you a fatal blow. It's the third and final black-robed figure begin combat. Swipes at you, and I mace at it too. It's mace versus mace. But my mace is shinier. Your enemy smashes through your defences with a devastating blow for 32 damage. Alright, I can beat that. Alright, no, no I can't. can't. Can't do well on 32. Well, it's not annoying. And it's, it's very nearly down. 1% health left. It is slain. I mean, if it exists. 23 XP. The last of the black-robed entities staggers back sinks to its knees before abruptly vanishing. No trace of your three foes remains. The rolling band of fog that encircles you rapidly dissipates and the darkness lifts. With your next breath you once again find yourself leaning on the raised stone edge of the well of blades, staring down into its glittering depths. The afternoon sun mercifully beats down from above. Its intense waves sparkling off the wa- off the water, and weapons scattered across the bottom of the deep pool. There was no longer any sign of the sinister inky cloud within the well. It sort of captures you, won't let you look away. Sometimes says the thin, white-haired man standing on your left, his hands planted over the well in a similar fashion to yours. To think. All those swords down there might otherwise be put to good use. You turn, turn to the man and nod. He looks at you and smiles, but promptly returns his gaze to the well. If you listen carefully, you might hear it, he says, as you peer back to the depths of the well. Can you hear it? It starts off like a whisper on the wind, but it ends like the war of a winter gale. I know you've heard it. So there's, there isn't any reason to pretend you haven't. You're slipping away, and there's no one to catch you. Alarmed, you spin to confront the man, but he's no longer there. Several people spinning around, about nearby at the edge of the well, give you strange looks before turning and moving away. An urge to again look into the depths of the well is almost overpowering, but you manage to resist and instead set off on your way, confused by the entirety of the strange episode. For several weeks following the incident at the Well of Blades, your sleep is uneasy and your dreams few and scattered. A wife with distorted, haunting images of the black road figure and the inky cloud lurking in the glittering pool. Once, and only once, the face of the white-haired man who spoke to you at the edge of the well slips into your slumber, his leering countenance and strange whispers filling you with a brooding sense of unease. You can't quite lay your finger on it, but you're almost sure that you've seen him somewhere before. The longer you consider it, the more you're prepared to conclude his passing words, whose sinister in their delivery may well have been a warning to you, of course. You're not quite certain of that. In fact, as the days slowly pass, you begin to find yourself certain of fewer and fewer things. And that is the end of this adventure for 384 experience to general. Alright, what's the next one? Twithic Tides of Dread. Alright, I'll do that one next. Return to Blade Square to the city gates. Tides of Dead. This is the third Whispered Madness adventure. Suddenly, a thick bank of grey fog sweeps towards you along the path, silently swallowing everything in its path. Start adventure. Embark on this adventure. And like, like all the Whispered Madness things, it has those quotes at start. It's got the quotes at the start, and the, sa- the same as the others. 
You turn and look back along the empty street, one of the countless lanes slaking through the maze of dilapidated structures that sidle up to the Witherport's bustling quayside. You spend a few tense moments seeking to validate the nagging suspicion you're being followed. The lengthening shadows creeping across the wane slick stone of the deserted street served 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 to complete a lonely, unnerving scene. The unbearable sense of disquiet, an unwoken, unshaking companion since you returned to the Adderstone, is almost crippling. Despite your growing unease, nothing anywhere along the empty lane suggests you have been followed. In fact, you're not entirely certain why it is you entertain the notion, but you're not yet prepared to abandon it. A piercing cry of a bull high over the city, swings spread wide against the black drop of deep, churning grey, is enough to make you momentarily question your unfounded fear. There is no evidence you're being followed. You're certainly certain Of course. You're also certain of it just a few minutes ago. And again, just a few minutes prior to that. Still endeavouring to silence your nagging fears, you reach a junction at the end of the street, where the deserted lane runs into a wider way that slumps down towards the quay. Across from you, set back slightly from broad intersection, stands a watting shell of a tall, abandoned structure that was, most recently, a tavern and boarding house. A handful of derelicts, some sleeping, others milling about heaps of debris that choke an adjacent crumbling courtyard, provide a sharp reminder that not all have benefited from the city's resurgence as a hub for commerce. As you draw closer to the wagged figures, several of them approach you, asking you, you any gold to spare? Uh, well, thing is, I have. I've got a lot of gold to spare. I've got 520,608 gold. So, it's going to be really awkward for me not to give them any gold. As they as they hear as they hear me walk as as they hear me walking away with 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 my massive with the with the with my adventurer's inventory just going chink 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 I I don't know what sound five hundred thousand gold makes but Jingle, jingle, jingle. Yeah, something like that. That's going to be awkward. I'm going to look like a real jerk. So. And also, they, they need the money. And third and final point. Yep. In. In most. Most. In most RPGs and video games. If you give money to beggars. They reveal, they reveal some sort of secret that helps you out. Alright, I'm going to give them some gold. I could move away, but as I explained, that looks like a bad idea. Five of the wagged figures pressing around you, seemingly aware you're about to hand them some gold. So, I could give them one gold, five gold, ten gold, twenty-five gold, fifty gold, or one hundred gold. Hmm. You know what? One hundred gold. And it's gone. I've wet the ragged band surrounding you. Seem profoundly grateful for the cold gold you've given them, and thank you repeatedly. You wish them the best, bid them farewell, and prepare to set off on your way. As you make your way along the sloping lane that leads towards the wharf, you're once again overcome by the nagging sense that you're being followed. Your first instinct is to put the eerie feeling out of mind and continue towards the quay. The unsettling emotion proves too strong to ignore. With your every nerve on ledge, you turn and step back along the street. Much to relief, nothing stirs anywhere along the empty street behind you. As your eyes scour the buildings that flank the deserted lane, you become aware of a soft, rumbling sound that seems to come from every direction. Your nerving noise eerily akin to the muffled, mournful war of some distant beast 
continues to build until you suddenly realise the bellow is only in your mind. Gripped by an inexplicable and rising sense of terror, you desperately struggle to silence the echoing cry. Picking a number. Bonus of 60. 20 from mind. 20 from aura. 20 from spirit. Gotta get 100 or more. So this is the you're going mad check. And you're going to face quite a few of these. Pick now. 71. Failure. The muffled roar rapidly fades to a mere whisper, but its passing leaves you rattled, your mind racing to pierce together a jumble of disconnected thoughts. Suddenly overcome by profound weakness, you sink to your knees at the edge of the street, struggling to draw breath. After nearly a minute, when the last retreating hisses are little more than an indistinct memory, you stagger to your feet, thankful to have survived the terrifying episode. Suddenly, suddenly a thick blank of grey fog sweeps towards you along the street, silently swallowing everything in its path. With no hope of outwanting the fog, you steel yourself to meet the churning wall of vapour. Within seconds, completely engulfed in a sea of frigid mist, unable to see more than a few feet in any direction. Without warning, the inky silhouette of an old bent man peers out of the fog and slowly lurches towards you. You seek me, but it would be best to leave me unfound, issues a soft, waspy voice from somewhere close to the looming silhouette. My imprisonment is by design. My torture, by necessity. You cannot free me, though neither can you prevent a fate already determined. Oh yeah? Oh yeah, well. Screw fate! (laughs) As a shadowy figure draws closer, leaning heavily on a thin cane, a wave of fear passes over you, picking your number. Bonus of 60, 20 from mine, 20 from more, 20 from spirit. Gotta get 100 or more. It's the losing your mind check. Pick now. 148 success. Your body trembles as you fight to stave off the fear goring at the very core of your being. Suddenly, the bent silhouette of of the old man straightens into an imposing, sword-wielding figure of shadow. Okay, this is definitely not happening for Wheel. But, I mean, what, what even is Wheel? A deafening roar erupts inside your mind, shattering nearly all semblance of thought, as the shadow swordsman lunges at you, his blade of gloom silently slicing through the air. This is the Shadow Reaper. Wait a minute. Shadow? I have an item for fighting shadows. Chiara's staff, which goes plus 11 extra versus shadows, begin combat. Okay, I have to cut a cut. No, no, no. It is scaled, but it, it, though it has the word shadow, it is not a shadow, it is merely shadow weep. The shadow weeper slashes at you. Okay, keep slashing. It's scaled to plus 11. Devastating blow just now. It is slain. I don't think that's it. 24 XP. As the tattered elements of the shadow being slowly fade from view, two more silhouettes emerge from the fog and come to stand before you. The figure on the left, his hand gripping the haft of a heavy axe, glances at his counterpart. The shadow of a tall, slender... Slender woman brandishing a long staff in the forest. The greatest darkness was revealed, issues the same soft, waspy voice from somewhere beneath the two figures. But is it real? What great secret is protected by such a construct of madness? Great, perhaps terrible, perhaps that as well would be best to recognise the limits of Womp's purpose. Alright, they're talking about the Wackner's man. As the silhouettes step forward in unison, 
a powerful sense of fear washes over you. Alright, picking a number. It's the losing your mind check. Pick now. 150, success. I don't lose my mind anymore. You tumble slightly as you struggle to ignore a stream of vivid, gruesome images taking form amid your thoughts. A low war rumbles through your mind as two as the two shadow weepers surge forward and attack, brandishing their weapons of gloom with remarkable speed and precision. Two shadow weepers. Let's just begin combat with them. Alright. They smash through my defences with a devastating blow as they savagely attack me. 26 damage from that devastating blow. Oh, the scale's a 13. Oh, and I don't have any Neville Reserve either. Oh dear, okay. I don't know when that disappeared, but it did at some point. So there's only... Okay, time to use my... My cheating thing, the Wand of Dragonfire. Yes, a deafening war fills the air as a powerful breath of fire explodes from the tip of your iron wand. The enemy is consumed by the ravaging flames, taking 165 points of damage. They are slain. Okay. 25 XP for that. As the last vestiges of your shadowy foes vanish, the black silhouette of a massive wolf steps out of the crumbling fog. Of the churning fog, the fearsome creature snarls viciously, lowering its head as it slowly as it slowly encroaches upon you. The greatest of your fears is ever before you. Issues the familiar soft waspy voice from somewhere to your left. But your tower, unspoken as it may be, is a deceptive notion. You need not fear what it is you have come to know as fearsome. You must begin to fear that which you trust. For it is, and will prove to be, unworthy of that trust. Once again, a powerful wave of fear assails you. Picking a number. Bonus of 60, success of 100. Hope I pass this. Pick now. 84, failure. Ugh, that's gonna make it's gonna make this even tougher. And I've already used the wand of dragon fire. You tremble uncontrollably as a chorus of hideous screams erupt from your mind, supplanting reason with abject terror. A long, ghastly howl surges through your mind. The wolf silhouette leaps at you and attacks, tearing your flesh with fat with claw, with fangs and claws of shadow. It's a shadow weeper, and it is a wolf. And it's scaled. It's eighteen plus. It's. Uh, can I use the finger of dread at least? No, it has to be fit with the three eyes gans before it may be summoned. Okay, I don't. Uh, I think I may, I, I think this, well, there is Tally's Echoing Whisper, but you only get ten of them in the entire game, so, uh, I think, I think I'm doomed. I am doomed. The Shadow Weeper tears at you with fang and claws. Yeah, I am doomed. Doomed, doomed, doomy doom, 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 doom. Using the Quickstone 20s, might as well, they didn't really get anything. They just did 10 damage each. Alright. I am so doomed. I failed too many sanity checks. Your enemy smashes through your defences with a devastating blow. For 33 damage. And you have been killed. And that sucks. Okay. So, okay. I'm, I'm just going to... Get back to where I was before. And th next time when we meet the wolf. Hopefully I won't have failed as many sanity checks. 
and it will actually and I'll actually be able to take it on. Alright. Thing is, I didn't set I rushed through this one. I rushed this one without saving in the interim, so Yeah, so I just gotta get right to the well of blades. Okay, I'm starting first inkling. I'm just gonna pause until I catch up with where we once were. Yeah, might as well see what happens if we use different things to to stop that to stop that man holding a knife against that woman's throat. Uh, what if I use telekinesis? It succeeded. Eight XP to telekinesis. You swiftly channel your power telekinesis and focus it on a loose chunk of stone resting at the edge of the well's ways list. Way, ways stone lip. Repelled by your mastery of mind over matter, the piece of stone flies at the dagger-wielding man and strikes him squarely on the side of the head. He immediately releases his grip on, on the captive, lowers the weapon and staggers to his left gasping and stumbling, but otherwise unscathed. The woman rushes away from her Duane's capture and escapes into the crowd. Okay. Okay, now how do I is how this now this man is stood on the well and is attempting to kill himself. What if I use diplomacy this time? 8xp to diplomacy, in what can only be described as a masterful stroke of diplomatic persuasion. You manage to convince the young man to cast aside his dagger and step away from the well. Though initially reluctant and nearly despondent, the man ultimately drops the weapon and steps down from the rib of the famous basin. The two guards... Guards immediately rush in and take him into custody without further incident. You quickly find yourself surrounded by a large, large number of people eager to congratulate you on your efforts in bringing the rather ugly episode to a safe and successful conclusion. As the crowd around the well disperses, one of the three guards who hoped you take the young man's custody approaches and offers his profound facts. He tells you it's not the first such incident around the city in recent weeks, though he seems eager to dispel the notion as part of a larger, more sinister phenomenon. Like as not, it's the weather, he says, shaking his head. The brutal heat will do that to folk, as you know. I only hope we get a reprieve from this bad spell might get worse before it gets any better. Thank you again, my friend, for all your help. As the guard moves away, you suddenly feel as if you're being watched. Nearest sensation, that's only a second, and leaves you shaken and momentarily confused. Okay, we're back We're back on the main track. Just pausing a bit. Okay, I'm back to that Shadow Weeper wolf. A long, ghastly howl surges through your mind as the wolf silhouette leaps at you and attacks, tearing at your flesh with its fangs and claws of shadow. Shadow Weeper Wolf. Okay, this time it is scaled to it's 17 plus. So it's slightly easier, just slightly. Alright, I didn't use my Wand of Dragonfire against the last two this time so can I use it okay a deafening roar fills the air as the powerful breath of fire explodes from the tip of your iron wand your enemies consumed by the ravaging flames taking 119 points of damage while the shadow weeper tears at you with fang and claw okay this is going to be tight and come on ah, it is slain 25 XP. A faint whispering replaces the fading howl still echoing through your mind as the wolf's shadow topples over and vanishes. Before you can catch your breath, the massive retowned silhouette of an armoured man steps out of the fog and comes to stand before you. 
The imposing being of shadow folds his arms and widens his stance. The wardens in the forest, the keepers of the light, have yet a role to play in what is to come. Hmm. Must be referring to the bell wards. Issues a familiar, soft, waspy voice from somewhere behind the hulking figure. You will now choose, for it is the, is the time for choosing. And you shall ever be found to that which you choose. It is yours alone. The massive being of shadow takes a single silent step back as two inky portals open before you. You read... You feel immediately compelled to step into one of the churning gates. So I can step into the portal to the left, to the right, or remain where I am. I'll go. I've, I've really no clue what's what 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 what's going to make me madder or less mad or hurt me or whatever. Step into the portal to the left. The instant you step into the inky portal, your surroundings melt away and a deep sense of calm passes over you. A split second later, the darkness that engulfs your wisp lifts and you find yourself standing in the centre of a cavernous stone chamber, directly before a towering obelisk. A pale white light illuminates the vast room. After gazing about the otherwise empty chamber and finding no apparent exit, you cautiously approach the obelisk. Three of the many glowing symbols that touch the obelisk's surface are glowing. Each of the three symbols is surrounded by a dazzling blue aura. Protruding from the obelisk, just beneath the, tri the trio of glowing symbols, is a square stone button. So I can touch the glowing symbols or the stone button. Actually, I've just, I've just figured out that if I'd equipped that amulet I was told to equip, these previous fights might have been a lot easier. So next time, next time I do Wisp of Madness, I am putting on that amulet. Because otherwise I'll die, I'll die again just like that guy's sister. Yes, and if I die, who will, who will finish the mad and other things? Touch the glowing symbols or press the stone button. Uh, I'm going to press the stone button. I like buttons. The instant you press the stone button, the blue glow surrounding the three engraved symbols disappears. With barely a whisper, a swirling black portal opens to the white of the obelisk. I can step into the portal or remain where I, where I am. Oh, in a break from tradition, someone's going to open a portal next to me and I'm not going to walk through it. I'm going to remain where I am. After several moments, the portals of the white... White of the obelisk closes and the blue glow appears around the three engraved symbols. Okay, so I, it, it's just the same choice again. Three symbols or the button. What happens if I touch the glowing symbols? As your hand approaches the glowing symbols, the blue aura surrounding the engraved shapes suddenly vanishes. A split second later, the blue glow reappears around three other symbols. Okay. Okay, oh so. Hmm. Each of the three symbols. A square, another square, and a triangle is surrounded by a dazzling blue aura. Okay, so what if I touch these glowing symbols again? A square, a circle, and a star. What do they do? I have no a triangle, a star, and a circle. Circle, a star, another circle. A circle, a circle, and a third circle. Now, I think that, that that's either really good, really bad, or really meaningless. 
How could it be all three? I don't know. That's just how madness is. Protruding from the obelisk, just beneath the tree of glowing symbols is a square stone button. Okay, pressing the button now. The instant you press the stone button, the blue ghost surrounding the three engraved symbols disappears. With barely a whisper, the swirling back portal opens to the wise of the obelisk. Step into the portal. The instant you step into the portal, the surroundings melt away, replaced by frigid total darkness. Terrifying images flood your mind as a silent war tears through your thoughts, clawing at the very fabric of your reason, picking a number, bonus of 60, 20 for more, 20 for mine, 20 for spirit. Got to get 100 or more to keep my mind intact. Pick now. 121 success. In a remarkable display of the strength of your will, you manage to suppress the gruesome images flooding your mind. With your very next breath, the darkness engulfing you lifts, and you find yourself back on the fog-shrouded lane in, lane in Twithic, again facing the, sila- the fearsome silhouette of the retowned armoured figure. As the hulking silhouette draws a massive axe of shadow and steps forward, you defiantly draw yourself into a defensive stance, prepared to face down the fearsome being. Okay, I'm going to equip that amulet I was told to equip. The square eye amulet. Yes, okay, I'm going to equip that right now. Hopefully, it will make it a bit easier. And since it's scaled, reduce it, it, the fact that it reduces my stats doesn't really matter. Begin combat with the Hulking Shadow Weeper. Swipes at you with his massive axe. Okay. I go into battle wage. Well, that's, uh, smashes through my defences with a devastating blow for 37 damage. That's no good. That's no good at all. Okay, use a quick stone 20. Oh, it's, it's a tight one. It's a tight one. And I can't use the Wand of Dragon Fire because I used it up on that wolf. Oh, it looks like I'm pulling ahead. Uh, it's going to be nearly done. Nearly, nearly. And, uh, slain. Phew. 26 XP. A savage war. It's primal mesolence. Silence but deafening surges through your mind. As the massive being of shadow staggers backwards and sinks to, sinks to one knee before abruptly vanishing. The wardens in the forest keep the light, issues a familiar soft, raspy voice. The wardens in the forest keep the light, issues a familiar soft, raspy voice from somewhere out of the fog to the white. And a voiceless stable hand retains, retains strength enough. To open the gate, while a shopkeeper in this very city is the only one who knows, and the wanderer may yet live forever now. He must together again to be what never was. Voiceless stable hand, is that? Is that Prince Icacor? Who you know was was turned into a into a into a mute a mute brain damaged immortal stable hand also crippled to tend to tender horses for all eternity yes yes maybe yeah okay Prince Archical maybe he's the key to this wait if Prince Ikecor is involved, then that then it somehow ties into Rune Skin. As the voice fades, the fog rapidly lifts, and you are relieved to discover you're once again on the deserted lane in Twithic. Though you're no longer certain you are ever anywhere else. In fact, as you start along the street. Resuming what you remember as the reason for your visit to this part of the city, 
He finds you can only recall scattered bits of the disturbing scenario for which you just passed. By the time you reach the end of the lane and turn into the broader street that runs up to the quayside, you manage to convince yourself that your scant recollection of the strange episode is quite beyond what you're prepared to accept as reality. And that finishes this adventure with with 1,024 experience to general, 128 experience to all skills and powers, and a vague sense of dread. <laughs> and a lot of questions. Alright, and now, time to save. Definitely save. Okay, this is also... Doing this has unlocked the fourth part, which is called To the Rescue, and that is also in Twithic. So, since I'm there, I might as well read the description. With a startled shriek ringing in your ears, you rush across the lane to bravely engage the vile creatures swarming about the terrified woman. Oh, of course, since it's whispered madness... What's actually happening is a mystery. So I know next time we'll be doing the To the Rescue adventure, which is Whispered Madness Part 4. And until then, Zoopy's going to take a bit of a lie down to get his head at least slightly in order. And farewell, fellow adventurers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.